With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin hour number two of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Dave Ross and Marshall here with you. We're going to have our guy. Uh, we're going to have Mike Pritchard join us here in about 15 minutes here to talk all things NFL uh, divisional round of the playoffs here. I can't wait to get Pritch's thoughts on this because he knows uh, how these things work. I, one stat I just wanted to bring up that I found astounding. In the last 15 weeks, the opponent of the San Francisco 49ers has lost every game. The following week. Yeah. 0-15. So even for Cowboy backers like myself, That's if, a good ball. If, they, <laughs> if they win out there in the Bay, the numbers say they are dead meat, to quote Clover Lang in Rocky Three. the following week, whether it's against the G-Men or the Eagles. First of all, I apologize for uh, interrupting your quote there, uh, but dead meat. Wait, well, I don't know. Well, if, if the Giants beat the Eagles and the Cowboys beat the Niners. Cowboys I, be what? Eight-point favorites? Seven-point favorites? No. Six? What's the number on the Eagles right now? Seven and a half? Can I hear a yeah, five? Yeah, seven and a half. Probably about five, I think, five I think and it's a half. about six. I think it's, yeah, there it is. So it's somewhere right there. But the numbers would say that the Niners beat you up physically. So win, lose, or draw, well, you got to win. If you beat the Niners by the numbers, you're dead meat the following week. Is that the trap the Cowboys could be walking into? Even if they gutted out this weekend. By the way, the numbers dropped. It's down to three and a half in the Bay. Remember that opened up about four and a half? And money's been coming in on the Cowboys all week. Now down to three and a half. It's tough to find fours out there anymore. And there's still one here at South. Yeah, we've gone the other way now. Back today, Dave. So four, went back yeah. Up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Early this morning, late three last night, it was a lot of three and a halves. We're mainly fours now. 
Dave, is this going to get back to four and a half? Let's not worry about that. I want to ask you a serious question. <laughs> Why are you so you... worried about next week and not this week? <laughs> well, we're going well, to get into time. that. That's what the point is. Okay, I want you to answer this question mm-hmm. like you're testifying under oath. Are the Cowboys really going to beat the Niners? Yes. I can't take him seriously. He cracked a smile there. I can tell you. <laughs> you know what? You know what? We were talking about this about your buddy Tim Doyle. When yeah. somebody's uh, tone goes high, they don't believe it. If I don't said, think he believes it. If I'd said yes, that's where you would know that I don't have conviction in, in my state. Now, here's the problem, though, Kelly. He bet the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. So I think he genuinely believes they're going to win, but I can't figure out if is it fandom getting in the way of common sense. Well, here's how you tell. Dave, did you bet the money line or did you bet the or did you take the points? Great question. Both. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair enough. No, I that took, answers it. I, yeah, I took the four it. and I played the, uh, plus an hour 75. I really do believe, and this is what we talked about last week, because of the commander's loss in week 18, I thought it was a great number you were getting on the Cowboys against the Buccaneers. Now, that came through. Again, you and I have talked about it in all seriousness. It does come down to can Dak Prescott play the way he did last week against the Buccaneers. If he does, I think they win the game. The other thing is, it is Brock Purdy. You know, the Niners got pre- – excuse me, the, the, the Seahawks got pressure on him, and he made amazing plays out of the pocket, off schedule, right? So even if the Cowboys get him off schedule, can they force him to make a mistake? And that is yet – really, teams haven't. And he didn't play a great first half, and Seattle was up by one at the break. Well, Then he played a great second half, and they easy, easily rolled. They were up by one because of the penalty by, right. ter- by Ward. That was just a, such a terrible play. Um, look – I really want the Cowboys to win this game until I go to the window and bet the Niners. But at four, I'm probably not going to bet it. At three, I'm, I would have hammered the Niners. But you don't and think he gets down to three, right? I do not. And I'm not trying to say, like, I, and I always criticize people for being so much worried about that. Look, you obviously want to get the best of the number. But if you're betting a game, if you're worried about it being one point, then you probably shouldn't bet that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a strong probability I'm not on this game. So I am pulling for the Cowboys because I know it'll be much more interesting next week when this guy's talking smack and he's going to be, like, begging to go down to the Super Bowl, this, that, and the other. And um, I, I think your quote's perfect, though, Amal. I, I feel the same way. I haven't bet it yet. Yeah. Therefore, I'm a big Cowboys fan right now. But there's a there's a good chance before this game starts, I'm on the Niners, and that completely. I, and this here. is where the live number gets into play, though, right? You you see how the first quarter goes yeah. out, and I I had some 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 wagers on the Cowboys at three and at two and a half, and then I I went back in after the first two possessions. If you remember the Monday night game, they were three and outs for both sides, and I went, oh. The Cowboys defense is having no trouble, and I knew the Cowboy offense would get going. I looked at the live number. Cowboys were only given a point and a half, minus $1.15. I hopped on it. So that's another way to do it. Let's see if the Cowboys can handle that running game early in the game, right? And then maybe you can get a better live number depending on which side you like. First of all, Tony Pollard's got to get the start. Dak's got to get off to a faster start than they did. I think the one thing that's important for me to see in this game, actually two things. One, can the Cowboys slow down McCaffrey running the football and Debo when he runs it from very rarely, but you got McCaffrey but back there. Killed, Debo killed the Cowboys last year. Last year I agree with you. He, he was the difference. He ran like a man possessed. Yep. On the flip side, what does San Francisco do and how effective is Brock Purdy? If the, if it's a tight game late and you're trailing and he's got to throw the ball, because the one thing I think that's worked out extremely well for San Francisco in the five weeks and six weeks, in, uh, including the playoffs, he's never been in a situation where the game was on the line, right? The Niners no. have always had a lead. It's always been comfortable. It's a lot different shooting free throws down by two mm-hmm. with 10 seconds remaining than up by two just to put it up by three or four. So 
can Purdy deliver in those situations? Look, I like Brock Purdy, but I've thought all along San Francisco has been a benefactor of having immense talent. Oh, yeah. Minus the quarterback, the best talent in the National Football League. How does Purdy fare in this situation? We saw what Michael Parsons was able to do in terms of getting pressures. Micah's a different level player. You know, San Francisco's got one of those in Bosa, but can this Dallas defense put pressure? And if you're errant with a couple of throws, you got guys back there that can get the ball. Trayvon Diggs in particular, what do you have, 11 picks last year? So this is going to be, I think, on paper, the best game of the weekend. Uh, For me, at least, I think this should be a great one. I'm with you, and that's why I did take the four, because even if the Cowboys don't pull it off, which I think they will win the game outright, I do think it's going to be one of those field goal-type games. By the way, the Cowboys did sign a kicker. And that is of note. Uh, Vizcaino has now been added to the uh, to the practice squad. Now, again, Mike McCarthy has said that Brett Maher is going to be the guy. But in a game where it could come down to a field goal type scenario, if it really is that tight, who do you trust right now, Brett Maher or Robbie Good as Gold? Well, you're going to trust Robbie Gold, but for me, it's going to come down to the first kick, the first extra point. When Dallas scores a touchdown, he makes it. I'm not concerned about uh, Brett Maher. I think he'll be just fine. Um, I was a little bit surprised, obviously, and like most people, that he missed four kicks in a row in that game and then five, including going back to the Washington game. Mm-hmm. But he got the last one, and I think that was important. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens here. When you see that move, though, there's no way you can have two active kickers in a game. You, you can't you waste can't. a roster you, spot out of 53. No way. No way. Right? So, so that's that. why I don't think the news is a big deal. Okay. It's not like he's, this guy is going to be able to play in the game. Are you really going to have two extra uh, Could you two imagine kickers? if you carry two kickers? Go, no, we still believe in you. But just in case we decide not to believe in you, we'll go to the backup. I mean, that seems like a I, – I don't know how you can do that, but it did, it did raise an eyebrow that they actually signed him to the practice squad yesterday. I don't think it does for me. Okay. I, I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, if, if I'm Maher and they ask him about that, I'd say, well, you know what? The front office is not doing their job if they didn't do that. Right, right, right. right. You got to get have an insurance policy just in case. Yeah, I think there's a better chance. No, I mean, if there's any concern, actual concern with him, I think there's a better chance he's their kicker for the game. But you don't see him kick very often. Yeah, I mm-hmm. would agree with that. And then at the end, if there's an opportunity, maybe. Uh, but the big thing is, if you miss, see the one thing that benefited them. The reason why we saw the plethora of missed uh, extra points was because Dallas was up by a large margin that they didn't need to go for two. If this is a tight game and the one point is going to be crucial, you'll just end up going for two. Right, and again, it could be one of those cases you put Maher in glass and say, you know, break only if emergency <laughs> situation. So that could be the play there. Uh, very quickly, we look at exactus here for the Super Bowl, and obviously, when you get to this stage and you're trying to uh, forecast who's going to be in there, you can go to the one seeds and say, "All right, just play the chalk." Chiefs are the one seed, Eagles are the one seed, uh, so we can go 11 to one, shortest number on the board, right? Do keep in mind that if the Chiefs win this weekend and if the Bills win and chalk holds, that will be on a neutral site, and so therefore, you look at the Bills that come in at 12 to one. Not a big difference. But what's interesting to me is the numbers are the same for the Niners or the Eagles when it comes to the Bills. It's 12 to 1 against the Niners and it's 12 to 1 against the Eagles, which is telling you in the betting market that they don't see a whole lot of difference between the Niners and the Eagles, even though Philadelphia, that game would be played in Philly if Chalk holds in the NFC. No, absolutely. And I, do, I really don't think there's that much of a distinction. I, I don't think the better see it that way. We saw San Francisco pick up a ton of steam. They've won, what, 11 in a row. Nine of those 11 by double digits. This has been a dominant team. They've beaten everybody that's in front of them that they needed to. Um, they're much healthier than when they played Kansas City. But I still have some concerns when they face off against – you look at the AFC right now. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence compared to the other four quarterbacks in the AFC – there's only potentially one guy I would take ahead of Trevor Lawrence at this point. In the AFC. 
so, uh, so, I'm sorry. Trevor Lawrence compared to the four quarterbacks remaining oh, in the NFC. I apologize. Got you. This is saying, no, you're That's taking Pat Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, like, we well, got 15. I just want to see if you guys were paying attention. 17 there. No, and the fact that Trevor Lawrence is looked at as the fourth best quarterback out of the final four in the AFC shows you that you're looking at Hall of Famers, it feels like, in your wake. Like, we, yeah. we're projecting Joe Burrow to be a Hall of Famer. You could project Josh Allen to be a Hall of Famer. You know Patrick Mahomes is. But really, Trevor Lawrence was playing as good a football at the quarterback position as any of those three down the stretch until the first half against the Chargers. Yeah, but so my question is, are you taking Lawrence or are you taking the other four quarterbacks in the NFC? Right now? Yeah, right now. Boy, I got to take a deep breath on that one. If I knew that Jalen Hurts was 100%, which I don't know. He's the only one I would even be considering. I, That's I, right. Okay. I, I would look at Hurts because I love the maturation process for him this year. All right. Rank the four quarterbacks in the NFC right now. Okay. Based on what we know of their health, I'm going to take Dak Prescott one. I'm going to take Jalen Hurts two. I'm going to take Brock Purdy three. And I'm going to take Danny Dimes four. I'd take Daniel Jones over Brock Purdy right now just because of experience. You would take Danny Dimes over Brock Purdy? Listen, I told you about Brock Purdy when we got into this conversation six weeks ago. The guy's played six games. Calm down. I mean, give me a break I'm here. I'm not putting him in the hall. Joe Montana 2.0 over this here. Is like, I, this is impossible that. to rank these right now. Because are we, are we, assu- we just did. Are we assuming <laughs> health with Hurts? Like, that, that, I said, I got to go with the unknown Let of Hurts. Let me tell you something. It's hot. It's 100 degrees in here. I can't take off my jacket because I got a schmedium <laughs> on. I'm getting annoyed because you guys don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Let's just go to commercials. <laughs> When we come back, Mike Pritchard will join us, the host of the Football Blitz here on the weekends at VEASAN, talking more things NFL, see if we can get them all even more hot and bothered. Come on back. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. v Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on v the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's biggest games, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriver with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving for every single game. Deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. So don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today. Sign up for just $9.99. Become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's VSIN slash subscribe. Marshall, Dave Ross here. We look forward to this conversation each and every Thursday. It's with our guy, Mike Pritchard. He's co-host of VEASAN's Pro Football Butch. You can follow him on Twitter as I do at M.I. Pritchard. And, Mike, just to start off this conversation. Yes. Amal asked a simple question. Rank the top four quarterbacks in the NFC that are still left on the board with what you know today encompassing injury and everything rank the NFC quarterbacks in QBs that you trust the most. Oh man. Um, <laughs> that's a good one of all. Um, you know, I'm going to have to use recency bias though, right? Fellas in something that you don't typically want to do, uh, you know, I think because of the injury to Jalen, mm. you have to put Dak uh, up there. Uh, if you're looking at that situation uh, and then probably Jalen, uh, I would do that. Um, Daniel Jones right there too. Um, but then it's like Brock Purdy. I don't want to disrespect him, right? And But you're talking about overall game or are you talking about performance right now coming Final into four yes yeah, sunday you you gotta yep. have I, I like your rankings i agree with you uh-huh. um but you've got to have one of these four guys and you're ranking them in order you got to drive two minutes half time, whatever Who's oh there? context context okay yeah. i like that <laughs> i mean just a random pick um i mean context like that yeah yeah i, I if, if if dakota can play like he did against tampa and, and uh, Tom Brady, like that. I mean, he's got to be at the top of the list. I don't I disagree just, with you. I had the same. Just run that back in a loop until yeah. the game starts for me. <laughs> well, I said, you know, Dak or Hurts. You guys both brought yeah. up a good point with the injury concern. Yep. One or two there. Jones third, and then Brock Purdy fourth. And Purdy's been great, but uh, Mike, to me, the problem has been San Francisco's been so dominant. How right. does perf- uh, Purdy perform when the chips are down? He doesn't have Mike Pritchard on the perimeter. So <laughs> what's he going to be able to do uh, if this team is trailing by four with two minutes to go? 
Well, he's got he's got Kittle, he's got uh, Debo, he's got Christian, um, he's got Ayuk, he's got a cast yeah, of characters, uh, Pur- Purdy, yeah. and the offensive line too. I mean, I, I think he's got the great bookends too. Uh, when you think about those massive offensive tackles, and, and a lot of people don't talk about that. You know, one of the things about San Francisco, um, I know Dan Orlovsky's talked about this a little bit, but they can formation you and personnel you into submission. Uh, uh, and that's what um, Kyle has relied upon. And, and, you know, he's got a quarterback that understands that. He's got a quarterback that's a combination of what he wanted to do with Trey Lance and certainly what he was doing uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo. And Brock Purdy's not making mistakes. Uh, and, and that, that you got to give a, a ton of credit to for a young quarterback like that. Uh, but he also understands his role. Now, if they need him to come from behind, like you said, in the fourth quarter uh, and make play after play after play in a difficult situation, that that is when he's going to be up against it. And we'll find out what he's made of. But uh, right now, the 49ers believe in, in Brock Purdy. You know, Pritch, uh, Amal knows this well enough by me because I, I harp on it a lot when I'm handicapping football. And certainly at this level, right, when you get to the final mm-hmm. four in the NFC. And I, I, I kind of go by coordinators because I know people like to go to head coaches. But I look at Wink Martindale going up mm-hmm. against, you know, uh, going to go against Nick Sirianni. That's going to be the matchup yeah. there. And then you look at Brian Dable going up against Jeremy Gannon. Like, I think there's some coaching advantages potentially that lie with, with that, the Giants there. And the Cowboys, it feels like a heavyweight matchup, right? D'Amico Ryans against Kellen Moore, two guys up for head coaching gigs. And right. then Dan Quinn up for a ho- uh, head coaching gig in his own right against Kyle Shanahan. I mean, that feels like an all-star top four right now with Dallas and, and San Francisco. But when I look at the Giants and the Eagles, do you give a mm-hmm. slight coaching advantage to the G-men? You know, I, I give a slight advantage um... – uh, to the fact that the buy-in, uh, Dave, you know, the coaching, what I like about the Giants is discovery along the way. Mm. Like they had to the buy-in, you know, everybody was on notice. Okay, I want I want winners and uh, this is the way we're going to play. And lo and behold, they're in the playoffs and they're in the second round of the playoffs and the chance to go to the NFC Championship game. Uh, so that's incredible. But the discovery of Daniel Jones and what he's capable of in this offense, I mean, his stats are comparable. Uh, to Jalen Hurts, who at one point was an MVP candidate, right? And, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, he's, he's got a distinct advantage when it comes to total touchdowns. I mean, he's a, he's a better runner. He's a running back at times uh, in that offense. But so is Daniel Jones. Uh, and he's a big quarterback, too. And he's playing without A.J. Brown or, or Devonta Smith or players like that, right? So um, I, I think the discovery has been magical uh, for the Giants in that regard. And I actually like the point situation in that game. I'm going to go to the game in Buffalo. I think it's the most intriguing game of the weekend. I think the Dallas game could be tight, but this one really I think could go either way. Buffalo Mm -hmm. is now laying six at home. Uh, How do you see this game? I mean, we saw a little bit in the first quarter against the Bengals and the Bills a few weeks ago. Uh, Now you're on the road in Orchard Park. Mike, i got to tell you, I really like Cincinnati getting six. I feel like it's a big number. Yeah, it's getting up there. It was tough to lay five, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. And I and I, I love Buffalo. I, I had Buffalo in the Super Bowl, going to the Super Bowl too. So um, I'm either looking at a first half bet or or a second half bet uh, on the Bills. And uh, I, I think if the Bills, uh, because, you know, they lost three games this year, Maul, and, and if the combined point margin for those three losses were was eight points. Mm. Like Cincinnati is not going to destroy Buffalo. At least, I, at least that's not in my handicap right now. And, um, so they're going to be in it, and I just don't know, are they going to start off fast or are they going to have to rally and come from behind? And so that's why I'm still on the fence whether I want to bet the first half or the second half. As far as the game, 
I mean, the Bengals are, are they are getting into that territory in which you are intrigued by the points, right? Uh, so uh, absolutely, I, I think everybody's got to look at that. The offensive line is compromised, but so is the D line uh, for Buffalo. They mm-hmm. they have a rotation, uh, and Daquan Jones is banged up. Um, um, what's the other tackle? Uh, not yeah. Oliver. Right, and, uh, and Von Miller Jordan obviously Phillips. being out. Right. Yeah, yeah Jordan Phillips. Yep. Yeah. But the interior tackles though to stop the run, right? And so we're anticipating Buffalo to be able to stop the run. Poyer's hurt too, a little bit banged up. So they have to stop the run because. You know, the Bengals and the Chiefs, for that matter, they're the two uh, offenses left that are that have skewed it a, a little bit more towards the pass. They're not one dimensional, uh, but they're borderline. Uh, so if you stop the pa- the run, uh, that makes it tough for those one dimensional offenses that way. We've seen the Chargers get bounced. We've seen P- Tampa Bay get bounced and obviously the Vikings. So um, I, I think teams that can be balanced and, and run the football, obviously, that's who's going to make it to the Super Bowl. But uh, I, the challenge for me is Buffalo. Uh, being able to stop or slow down that running game for Cincinnati uh, to kind of uh, dictate that way defensively as well. You know, Pritch, when I look at the the Jags and what happened last week in that comeback against the Chargers, right? Everybody's yeah. talking about the Chargers, and rightfully so, Brandon Staley and what they did. But when the Jags are able to overcome a 27 nothing deficit and now go on the road to take on the one seed and Patrick Mahomes, likely MVP again, and, you know, we, Hall of Famer to be – is it playing with house money if you're the Jags? Or are they actually dangerous now that they played the worst half they could play and still won a playoff game? Yeah, I think they're dangerous because they don't know any better. They're a young, young football team, very young football team. But what evolved uh, in that matchup against the Chargers is the confidence level. Uh, I think they played almost a perfect half uh, in that second half. They were minus five uh, in turnover differential in that game uh, and still was able to come out on top, too. So, uh it's a different animal, though. It's a different offense. Like, like I mentioned, I mean, the Chargers were so one-dimensional uh, that if you could, you know, you still with, was in within, within range, right? And I think that was the belief system with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They played Kansas City before on the road. They're not going to be intimidated. Like I said, I, I think they're dangerous because they don't know better or they don't know any differently. Um, but they are prone to making a lot of mistakes, as we know, as we witnessed already. Uh, they have to avoid that if they can't meaning turnovers and, you know, against Kansas City Chiefs on the road, that's going to get tough. How much, how important is it for the uh, Jaguars to get off to a fast start compared to every other team? Because I think the Giants and a division opponent, uh, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like they'll be okay even if they fall behind. But I feel right. like Jacksonville, it, they are the team on the road this weekend has to get off to the fastest start, in my opinion. Yeah, you're a thousand percent correct right there, Amal, because I think if they get behind in Kansas City, Kansas City can eat up clock. Yeah. Uh, because they matriculate, right? They dink and dunk you, and they'll run the ball at times. Patrick will hold the ball. Uh, they're disciplined with breaking the huddle and everything. So uh, they're a finely tuned uh, uh, machine right now, talking about Kansas City on offense. Uh, and I, I'm holding 7-1 from August 28th, uh, Dave, oh. uh, for MVP uh, with Patrick. So uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, I, that team is clicking on all cylinders. I, mean, I didn't, I didn't they, know we were going to have forgot. Hank Stram today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 7-1, right. Pritch, it's, it's a joke that that I number know. was out there. It was as high as 9-1. Oh, I, I yeah. still Hank, can't believe it. Hank Stram called the game of mine. Uh, that was a treat back in the day, Amal. Oh, very nice. Oh, we're going to need that next week, Pritch. <laughs> I need that story next week on Big Bets. Right. Uh, we appreciate it, man, as always. Uh, guy who's appreciate been there, done that. Enjoy the games this weekend. All right, guys, take care. Thank you. There he is, Mike Pritchard, of course, the host of Visa's Pro Football Blitz. When we come back, let's talk college basketball. Don't want to say you've been on fire, but you've been about as hot as the studio is right now. Come on back. It's Beast and Big Bets.
VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's biggest games, well, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits let you see where the money and bets are moving for every single game. Deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. So don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe today. Sign up for just $9.99. Become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's VSIN slash subscribe. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. Let's get into the college basketball action uh, that we have on the docket today. It's one of those kind of sleepy nights in college basketball Thursday night, traditionally. We do go out to the West Coast a lot in these type of nights. You got LMU taking on the Bulldogs of Gonzaga. This is at Gonzaga here. You're going to have to lay a big number here with the Zags. What do you make of this Gonzaga team? We've talked a lot about them. Guard play might be in question here. Enough that you might trust them today against LMU. Well, look, they should win this game comfortably uh, when you look at LMU's pretty good team. uh, But against a team like the Zags, I think they could be in a little bit of trouble here. They just score too many points at the kennel. I mean, Mm. they just put that pressure on you and offensively, defensively, in just terms of the ability to get up and down the floor. It's going to be a tough one here. Uh, I I think, uh, what's the number sitting at? Right now, you got 16 or 15 and a half. I I wouldn't lay this one, but I I definitely don't want to take it with LMU. I'm not comfortable. And by the way, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Stan Johnson, the coach over at LMU. I don't know this guy realizes you get four timeouts a game and you're allowed to use them without getting a technical foul. Up to 16 here, so a little bit of money coming in on the Jags from 15 and a half out there, up to 16, but maybe an in-game spot, but not going to play that before yeah, the game starts. Yeah, this would be interesting. They can score the ball. The one thing I didn't play and I was looking at, but it still probably end up staying off it, is this total. I would lean towards the over. I think it's going to be a higher-scoring game. LMU is comfortable going up and down, uh, and we know, you know, when you're up at the kennel, if you can hold them under 90, you've accomplished something. All right, so let's go uh, to some earlier games here uh, before we get out to that West Coast and look at Rutgers against Sparty. We talked about this with Josh Applebaum in hour number one. He likes the Spartans here. It's up to two and a half. And again, unranked Sparty against ranked Rutgers. I know you don't look at the rankings. Maybe I, the novices do and go, oh, well, I got to take the, the the ranked team over the unranked team. That can be a trap if that's all you're looking at. Yeah, I, I don't think the odds makers know that Rutgers is ranked. <laughs> right. no, I'm being serious. I mean, it's, it's irrelevant. Like, if you look at... I could, honestly, outside of the top two teams or top three teams in college basketball, Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you where anybody else is ranked. Right. Um, The thing for me, and you asked me about this before we came on air, did I play Sparty tonight? I did not. I wanted to. I just kind of stayed away from this game. I I think Michigan State's good, but I got to tell you, Heichel's team has done a really nice job this year. I think it's a really solid team. I feel like Sparty's going to win the game. Lines up to three at the Breslin Center. Coming off of a couple of losses in a row, I think Michigan State bounces back. For me, it would be Sparty or no play. You know, we talked about it at certain spots, right? At the Fog, you're always going to roll with KU mm-hmm. unless it's a huge number. Uh, Sparty at the Breslin, at this number, it's got to be Michigan State or no play. What about Maryland back home? They got to a, to a good start and kind of hit, hit, hit a couple speed bumps here and there. And Michigan's been one of those interesting teams uh, in the Big Ten as well. We don't know exactly what Juwan Howard has. We know he's got some talent there. They're getting two and a half on the road as they go to College Park to take on the Terps tonight. What do you make of this matchup? I stayed off this one. Maryland, I'm going to tell you right now, this is the worst thing that happened in 2023. Michigan, college basketball play of the year on January 1. Mm. Pick them price at home against Maryland. I couldn't understand that. 
Uh, I think Willard's team is average at best, and Willard thinks his team is far better than it is. Mm. Uh, they get beat by 35. I'm like, January 1, I have my best play of the year. The rest of the other 364 is going to be downhill. Now you go on the road here. Michigan doesn't shoot the ball particularly well from the perimeter, but, man, neither does this uh, brick-laying Maryland team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're about 31 32% from the perimeter. We saw them made a run in the second half against Iowa at Carver-Hawkeye, and next thing you know, Murray and company take over, win that game comfortably. Look, I get favoring the Terps here at home. Should be able to bounce back in College Park, but I'm going to stay off of this one. Again, this would be – I would have more confidence in playing Sparty than I would in Maryland. Mm. I, I just don't believe in the consistency of this team offensively. Dante Scott's got to play well. Murray, uh, you know, to me, I, I look at this team. They're just not consistently consistent offensively for me. The, you know, the Big Ten, as we stay on the Big Ten theme here, it feels like they've got a lot of teams that are not ranked. And, again, it doesn't matter for the handicap. It will matter for the – for March Madness, who gets in and who gets yeah. out. They feel like they have a lot of similar teams. And two more of those, Indiana and Illinois. Illinois is laying six and a half in this rivalry spot uh, against uh, Wes Reynolds' uh, fighting Hoosiers from IU. Is that number too big for you for a team that's been really up and down in Illinois? Well, you're right about them being up and down, but Indiana is a team that's four and six in their last ten. Uh, Illinois coming in, have, having won four in a row, uh, beating Wisconsin at home by 10, beating Michigan State at home by, uh, I think, what, nine? Mm-hmm. To me, I would be looking at the Alina here. Still no Race Thompson, still no Xavier Johnson for this team. I, I'm a big Race Thompson fan. You need a guy in your team that's willing to do the things that don't get you a ton of credit, and that's exactly who Race Thompson is. Xavier Thompson, the point guard, does an effective job for them. I would roll with the Illini here. Okay, lay the six and a half from them all. Don't get shot away from that number against the Hoosiers. Uh, Colorado is laying nine now. Yeah against uh, the Huskies here from Washington. Is that number getting a little bit out of whack? It is. I had this game circled early in the week. I said, okay, if I can get this thing under six, I'm going to play Colorado. I, that was more wishful thinking on my mm-hmm. part. It's creeping up to nine and a half. Go, could go to ten. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough one for the Huskies here. This is just a team that's inconsistent in terms of shooting the basketball. 0-4 in true road games. Colorado 8-1 and one at home this year. I think the Ro- the Rockies, uh, the <laughs> Buffaloes, win this one. Um, I Dave, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to lay nine here. Yeah, it feels like it's the the numbers getting out of that that value spot that we talk about, right? That maybe the best of the numbers has passed. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for me, when I look at it, um, it's just too high of a number to lay. But look, I, I think Colorado's going to have a better shot of covering than UW does. Uh, let's talk about a, a team that struggles to score against a team that doesn't struggle to score. That'd be Arizona <laughs> against SC, right? Yeah, so absolutely. We're back in uh, in Tucson for this one for Arizona. They're going to lay eight against uh, SC and fight on with the Trojans. Is that number uh, maybe a little bit too short in your estimation? It could be, and I'll tell you why. Because they got blown out up in uh, deep in the woods in, in Eugene. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they're going to bounce back, play far better than they did now at home in McHale Center, one of the great home court advantages in college basketball. USC, outside of Boogie Ellis and Peterson, I don't see consistent scores. I think Balo and Tabella should be able to control the glass in this one. SC does have some size, but not as much as we've seen in years past. How does this offense fare? And I, I got to tell you, I like this. I love four of the five starters on this Arizona team. Love Courtney Ramey, the tr- Texas transfer. Uh, uh, Larson, um, Pella Larson. And, of course, I mentioned Tabellas and Bala. But I tell you what, I cannot stand Kerr Carissa. Mm. Holy cow. You talk about Drives a guy. crazy? Well, the guy thinks he's a far better player than he is. Doesn't really do a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's good for one to two stupid plays a game. With all that being said, I think it's the Cats down in McHale tonight. Yeah, it feels like that might be a good number to get, and it might go up before he gets tipped there. How about UCLA on the road? 
Uh, forks up, getting five at, at home here uh, for Arizona State, or do you think the Bruins on the road is still the right play? I Man, I'm not laying five tonight here at Dyson Financial. I didn't realize the Bruins have moved up to number five in the country. Mm-hmm. They've won 13 in a row very quietly. You know, that game against Colorado the other day, I had CU, and they come back and get the cover against uh, Colorado, UCLA did, but they were trailing the majority of that game uh, in that one. Uh, this is a team that's very solid. When you look at the schedule, they had the nice win against Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But overall, uh, this is going to be a tough game. I think Arizona State's the third-best team in the Pac-12. I think they're a really solid team. By, uh, but the thing is, they don't shoot the ball well enough consistently. Mick Cronin's team's played defense. Kelly, if you could throw the graphic up real quick on that game. I wanted to catch what that total was in this game. Okay. Because this is one I would potentially look at maybe going towards an under. If it's 133 about and a half. Okay, I was going to say 134. It's come down half a point now. Um, I was just thinking kind of off the top of my head where the number would be on this one. Look, I... I'm not going to play this game. I think the Bruins eke out a win, but it feels like right there, 67, 65, somewhere in that range, UCLA tonight at Desert Financial. Tough game, though, going into Tempe. You know, as I I try to pick up what you're putting down with totals, like you you don't technically play a lot of totals uh, before you get into in-game action, right? So you're looking for a number in your head uh, before you see what the actual number is. How do you try to chart that out and then – Feel like, hey, if this number's off by three to what my handicap is, that's a playable spot. Yeah, absolutely. So, for example, I'm going to use a game from tonight and then from earlier in the week. UCLA Arizona State. I thought this number was going to be somewhere in the 132 to 136 range. Okay. Because the Bruins are capable, and even though UCLA Arizona State doesn't shoot the ball particularly well of being a higher score game, but the UCLA defense can really stymie you, like we saw against Utah at home against Colorado. So that's one thing you're concerned with. So you may potentially look at it from that way. But the NIU Miami game the other night. I had my own number being at about 152, 153. And I go, dude, 144. I took the over 144. Game went down to 141 and a half. I'm like, to me, when I see some of these numbers, I'm like, these guys don't have a clue how these teams play. I I already know for a fact that there's not as many odds makers watching the Mac as I am. Right. I, I I just know that. Okay. And so to me, I look at this number, I go, this thing is way off. Game ends up at 158. So you're trying to find, and it depends on a total. To me, on a total, you want a larger variance. On a spread, if you can find two to two and a half to three, that's where you're looking at. But on a total, you're probably looking at maybe four to five points to jump on immediately. You know, I believe I'm older than you, and I still learn every day. And that's part of the handicapping process. And I love where your brain's at, that what you're doing is, I'm going to put this number in a window, if it's in the window, I'm probably not getting the value I'm looking for. If it's out of that window, Correct. that's when I'm going to hop on again. Very well said, but officially no place tonight, unfortunately. All right, we're back to wrap up this edition of Big Bets here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The football playoffs are in full swing. You can heat them up with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all things football this playoff season. Celebrate the weekend with our divisional round parlay insurance, then extend the fun throughout the playoffs with our playoffs first touchdown insurance. Log into BetRivers.com, download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It is a whole new. Ball game. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. Love talking college basketball. You know, it's something we talked about a little bit during the break. And, like, you'll find these, these games that maybe are off the beaten path a little bit. And then what happens, I think, for casual, uh, maybe people aren't watching as much college basketball because you're focused in on the NFL playoffs, right? The, you, you find some of these nuggets out there that people aren't paying attention to. And sometimes going down the road less traveled, if I could say it properly, is a profitable way to go instead of betting, say, the NFL playoffs, which you know those lines are going to be just so, so tight. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, focusing on some of the different conferences. For me, I follow the Mid-American Conference, the other MAC as well, the Metro Atlantic. The Metro Atlantic is not as good this year because you've got Iona, who's a dominant team. You had some skewed lines with them. Uh, some of the other teams like Ryder have been inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other game, Dave, I d- didn't mention it, uh, but I want to throw it out there real quick. Charlotte taking on Middle Tennessee State tonight. Okay. This one is going to be in Murfreesboro. Uh, this is a revenge spot here for Middle Tennessee. Uh, now, when you look at the Charlotte team, really good defensively. Uh, slower pace, that's the one area I have a little bit of a concern. 362nd in terms of pace. But last time these two teams played earlier in Charlotte uh, in December, it was 149 points scored. Now, the you look at the 49ers, they really shot the ball well, 60% from the floor, 60% from the three-point line. But the total is still at 125. I didn't play this one, but I'm looking at potentially playing this game over. I think the game could go either way. I give the um, Middle Tennessee an advantage here, the Blue Raiders. But, man, 125 is so hard with a team that wants to get up and down a little bit more in terms of um, Middle Tennessee compared to the 49ers. They're not a high-paced team either. But I, I think this game could creep over. Now, I'm not expecting all of a sudden you play this and it's going to be 140 right. like it was last time at 149. But this could be one if you see a number, if you have an in-play opportunity on this one, if you see 118, 119, I would go over this one. All right, so maybe not the side as much as the total Amal, yeah. Amal is looking at in that Charlotte-Middle-Tennessee game. But that does get us to our pro tip for hour number two. And what Amal is doing here, he's looking at maybe some smaller conferences right now in college basketball, okay? Because – 
the general public at large is probably not watching as much small college basketball as you right. are, Amal, because you're finding the best of the numbers. So the market gets impacted by a lot of recreational betters. There's a good chance the odds makers themselves aren't watching that as much as they're watching the Big Ten or the ACC or the Pac-12, right? So you can find, if you're a sharp handicapper like Amal, you can find some of those you know, better opportunities instead of the games that are more high profile. Yeah, no question about it. I, I think that's something that if you can take a look at, it'll give you an advantage, kind of hone in on some leagues. Or even if not, let's say you're a fan of the SEC, the mm-hmm. Big 12, the, the Big 10, whatever the league might be. Follow that team. Follow them closely. You know, one thing, I do you ever bet against the Cowboys? I won't play the game if I don't like it, which means basically I'm leaning to the other side, right? So, like, theoretically, we talked about this a little bit. If the Giants were to upset the, Cow- the, the Eagles and the Cowboys were to upset the Niners, I gave out that number that teams against the Niners the following week are 0-15. Yeah. So, I'm not running to the window to play the Cowboys at that spot. As a matter of fact, I might do something if that scenario came true because I have future bets on the Cowboys to win the conference – I could look at a number of the, say, the G-men catching seven or eight and see if I can get that middle. Cowboys win the game and the Giants cover the number. I, By the way, I think you should be charged with treason if you don't bet against your team if you think the other side's got a shot to win. I can't do it. I, it's the one team, okay, in Syracuse basketball, it's really hard. I can't go the other way. If I don't like it, and I, which means that I like the other side, I just don't play it. Well, you know, Kelly, it's a good thing he hasn't been betting against Syracuse. Otherwise, he wouldn't be working here anymore. He would have made a lot of money. <laughs> you know, that Miami game the other day was a prime example because that was happening while the Cowboys yeah. are getting ready to play the Bucks, And I'm watching the Orange, and they look great. And they're up big in the second half against Miami. I'm sure I'm, my inner Amal Shaw was saying, oh, Amal's backing Miami here in the live number. And I'm sure as they came back and won the game, they didn't cover the big number, no. but they came back and won that game. I'm sure you got a pretty pr- pretty penny on that. Yeah, it was, you know, to me, we talked about it. Miami's very good at home. They get the win there, but I thought it was one where Syracuse is capable. Syracuse is just good enough for about 38 minutes, but they're not good enough for 40 minutes. No, they're not. By the way, very quickly, are, are my orange going to be a tournament team? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, when you look at the NIT, I don't oh, think there's geez. any doubt. I walked right into that, didn't I? I? You asked me a question, I gave you an honest answer. They're definitely NIT bound. You know, I, you, you, look you at can't wait odds. for the nit. <laughs> when you look at some of the odds. And it's not there. There's a lot more tournaments. Yeah. CBI could be one. CBI, you know, I think there's a couple more. Do they, can, they haven't canceled that stuff yet. They still have the CBI. I, don't, I love the, it because they play that Monday, Wednesday, Friday, two out of three. I think it's pretty cool. Not if you're Syracuse and that's where you're going. But I look at the long shots, and I wonder if there's teams out there, like let's say Marquette, by the way, I had seven and a half uh, last night, and it didn't get home for me for Providence. Marquette barely covers that number. They're, they're a long shot, 40, 45 to one. I know a lot of people like Creighton before the year began as a, as a real long shot. They're 45 to one. We talked about TCU. I know they had the bad second half collapse against Texas. They're 45 to one. The Hogs, bad loss for them last night against Mizzou. They're 40 to one. Kentucky, Blue Bloods, Carolina, 35 to 1 for both those teams. Where do you look off the beaten path if you're going outside of 10 to 1, say? Are there any teams that really intrigue you at some big numbers? Holy cow, I didn't realize Bama moved up to 10 to 1. See that? I mean, that's a sharp move. Look at Arizona, 25 to 1. Yeah, put in a play for a friend of mine over the weekend at 16 to 1 on the Crimson Tide. Then they go out and they win the game. Uh, and then line came down to 15, but I didn't realize they'd come down to 10 to 1. Um, KU right now. Playing well, UCLA we talked about. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. The Final Four is in Houston. Alabama's a really good team. They can score the ball. They've got one of the best players in college basketball in Brandon Miller. Kansas is really good with between Grady Dick and Wilson. Uh, K.J. Abrams, I like him a lot. UCLA's solid. Purdue's solid. 
I, for me, if you're looking at it from a betting standpoint, let, let's take the top eight teams. Houston, okay. Alabama, Kansas, UCLA, Purdue, Tennessee, Texas, and the Zags. I'm going to throw in Connecticut because I have them as, as those nine teams. I think five of those teams are going to win it. Um, I think Houston, Kansas, Tennessee, the Zags, and Connecticut. Look, I think UCLA and Purdue are good teams. I don't think they're great teams. To me, when you play some of these other teams, I think you're going to run into a problem. Uh, I would say the same thing about Texas, and I would say the same thing with um, – I, th- I think we got them in there. I, I think Alabama's a good team. I-, I don't see them winning at all. Is there still value at UCLA? We mentioned kind of sneaky up to five in the country, 12-1 mm-hmm. to one to cut down the nets. I, I don't know how we feel about – you know, they are an experienced team that Mick Cronin has. Very experienced. You're right. Jaime Jaquez, uh, Tiger Campbell at the guard position, Chris Singleton, one of the most underrated shooters in college basketball. Jalen Clark might be the best defender in college basketball. This team is really, really good. But the thing for me is, first of all, I, I think they're good, but they, if you look at the competition they've beaten, mm-hmm. it's not that good. The Pac-12 is going to have three teams in the Cincinnati tournament, and I'll tell you right now, Joe Lenardi's only got two teams in the in the tournament as of right now. This is a very, very important game for Arizona State tonight to be able to get into the tournament. When you look at the non-con for the league, outside of UCLA and Arizona, there's not a lot of great wins out there. Uh, in my basketball league in third grade, I was the second leading scorer. Uh, Melissa Snyder was number one because she was so tall that none of us could block her shot. She'd just come down, post, catch the ball, off the backboard and in. I still think about it to this day. I look at that with Zach Eady with Purdue. Like, he's just so big. He's so much bigger than everybody else out there. Is that the way Purdue could actually have success in the big dance and just post the big fella up and let him – nobody can get to a shot? I, I don't agree. Last year you had Ivy, Jaden Ivy, who to me was one of the five best individual talents in college basketball, along with Zach Eady that couldn't make it work. Uh, Matt Painter's teams have never had great success in the NCAA tournament. Now, they got to prove it. I can't back Purdue until they do. Edie's tough, but if he gets in a little bit of foul trouble, that could be a problem. You know, you mentioned uh, Arkansas last night. Yeah. One thing i got to defend the Razorbacks on. They had four guys foul out. I'm telling you right now, Tony Green and company were being paid by the foul last night. Oh, because they should have won that game. There were 48 fouls in that game. No, no, no. Listen, the Razorbacks got their share of free throw attempts. Okay. It was not a normal road situation. It was very balanced. But they were trying to foul everybody out last yeah, night. Yeah, I caught the end of that game, too. How many times did we have to go to the monitor for uh, Oh, my God. I don't, don't want to sound like Sean McDonough. But it's like, dude, enough with the monitor. Just make a decision yeah, already. Yeah, make a call. Make, just, it, it, live it gets, with it. It was a bizarre night in my life having having a cruise a cruising win with the Thunder in the NBA. And then, I, you know, I was on the Missouri pick with you guys. I flipped over to that game. I'm like, this is taking forever at the end. What's that, going that, on? That's a real problem, right? It, it is a real it's, problem. It's actually a real problem. It's taking uh, 30 minutes to play the final two minutes of regulation. I, you're absolutely right. A couple things I want to add on that matchup. You're right. It took That game ended about 8.40 Pacific time. Uh, I knew we were winning the bet as soon as I heard John Sumbold on the call. John Sumbold is like my analyst good luck. Anytime Sonny's on a game, it's a victory. we got to find out what the next game he's calling. 100%. We'll go that route. Uh, So, again, uh, keep an eye on college basketball tonight. By the way, that game right now in Paris. 50 to 40, Bulls up, 90 points scored, six minutes still to go here in the first yeah, half. Good job by you guys. Good over bet. I tried to get in on it live, but, you know, live Stim- betting in Vegas is stupid. Listen, Tim well, Doyle. We got a long, oh, we got we a got lot long game. way to go. Lot of, Did he just Timmy Doyle us? No, I would not Timmy Doyle us. We're going to get Timmy back on the show soon. Amal, great stuff as always. Thanks, Thanks to everybody behind the glass. Kelly Bidlin as well. Come on back. The final countdown next here on Visa.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.